Welcome to your WrestleMania Backlash preview. So we're Billy Body and myself, Cav Manning at Lingus Mafia. We'll go over all of your actual betting numbers for this if you are able to make bets on WWE pay-per-views. This is where you want to be and also go to Billy's Patreon. Where can we get that, Billy, for your official Mania picks, Mania Backlash picks? So all sports is lockbetting.com. You go to the lockbetting.com top package, you end up getting um, soccer, NBA, because when the NBA playoffs, end of the NBA playoffs season, uh, end of the soccer season, um, we're well into the tennis season now. Uh, we've got UFC tonight. We've got Canelo boxing tonight. So if you want to get all of that stuff along with the WWE, that is lockbetting.com. If you just want the WWE, which is paired off with MMA, then you just need to purchase a combat pack over at the dirtysheets.com. And that's um, a third of the price of getting the all sports package. But if you do get the all sports package, bear in mind that is a package that has made a profit for nine years without a, without a single losing month. Every single month for the last nine years, 108 months has made a profit. See, people are thinking like when they, you know, question that and everything, it's it's everything altogether that you've bet on always comes out ahead. It's not, oh, it's just this one sport for 10 times or it's it's everything for the entire month. You've always been ahead for that long. Yeah. So if you pick a month for out of thin air, say, say March 2015. March 2015 was profitable. If you pick out a month like July 2017, July 2017 was profitable. Last month, profitable. All of these months are profitable and were profitable. So that, that, that's what we've been doing since uh, 2013. So if they have the money to get into it and just bet every single thing that you bet, they will always come out on top. If they're just doing one particular thing, it's not a guarantee, obviously. So... Uh, you don't pick and you don't pay somebody to pick and choose yeah. bets for you, and then you pick and choose on top of what I've pick and choose. Like it sounds scary, like obviously to uh, to bet that much, but it's not actually that much. the The volume isn't that high, and the stakes are not that high. So over the course of the month, obviously, when you see a spreadsheet and you see the final total of what we put out, but that's day by day. Even if it's like twenty thousand pounds, it wasn't, which it isn't, but um say it was £20,000, it wouldn't be £20,000 a day, it would be, yeah. we would be betting profits the whole time so, you, I mean, you start with I would say to start a good starting point would be just to have $500 um, and like I said, we, we may bet that $500 on the first day you sign up, but it would be the day would begin with something for like fifty dollars, and if that wins, then we'd have more bet. Then we would do more bets. If we, you know, if we had a really bad day, we would stop. If we were having a bad month, we would stop. My strategy for if I do ever lose a month is if I'm a thousand pounds down, like I will just call it a month and refund everybody because there's a profit guarantee as well. Oh, uh, see, that, that's a guarantee. Then you need to tell everybody that constantly. Yeah. Guarantee, and I mean. Even for, for guys like me that aren't, you know, I wouldn't be doing $500 on a thing. You know, these are big gambler people. But if they did five bucks on every single thing you said, they're still going to come out ahead and they won't be killing themselves. There is no, there is no $500 bet. That's what I'm saying. Like the maximum is probably about 100 mm -hmm. uh, the, the normal, The normal sort of the most common bet is between... Either, I don't know. I can't really say. It's, it's 25 or 50 oh But at the same time, like... Um, you know, it could add up to 500 a day, but that won't be on a single bet. And it won't be, and it'll only be 500 over the course of the day. If we, you know, if the day split up, say we had some tennis bets in the morning and they were successful, we would have more to bet on soccer. Plus it would be like, you know, if we did 500, it would be on like eight, uh, six to eight soccer games. So 
I would have to go 0-6, which is never going to happen, for, for you not to have any return. Like, the worst I would do on that card is is 3-3, three and three, most likely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as I said, it's it sounds scary, way, way scarier than it is. But if you've got $500 in your pocket, you can do it. You can do it, and you can make that money. Okay, so let's get into WrestleMania backlash and the odds that we have here. Do you want to uh, give what matches we have that are known so far, and then we can go from there? I had a question for you, though. Um, you watched SmackDown yet from yesterday? No. Okay, then I won't ask um, you a question. Um, <laughs> the Lacey segment my... is beyond bizarre. Okay. it's. I thought she was coming out as a heel. The way they they did this, it is it is so weird. I'll, I'll give you the run that they say. I'll give you the quote because after her final you little, can, you can you can spoil Lacey Evans and me that that's not I don't care. <laughs> it's just so weird. I want you to see. So they do her final. You know, everybody in my family's horrible, right? And they're crying. The ring announcer goes, "What a un- unbelievable journey this Lacey Evans." She's in the ring saying this, and then she goes, "Um." Lacey asks that you show the proper respect and please applaud and show respect for Lacey Evans. And then she comes out. I'm like, is that the most bad guy move there is? Show, applaud me and show me respect? It's the fucking weirdest thing ever. Lacey Evans said... That's what the ring announcer says. Lacey asks you that you show the proper respect and please applaud her. And then she comes out and she's blowing kisses and everybody's applauding her and she's like hugging the audience. Thank you. We've did it. We did it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It is fucking weird, dude. Because I was like, well, that's a very heel. Tell you to applaud me. Mm, you don't think they would go like heel on the fucking... They didn't think they would turn like the fucking military person here. I can't imagine. I mean, she comes out military with there's different music for military now and, and everything like that. But I'm like, what the fuck is it, it is? I don't know if they just are like, oh, God, please don't boo her when she comes out. We need to make her a good and like they make sure. Hey, applaud. You know, I but that's just going to make someone go the opposite way for me. But. I can't wait to hear your reaction. I, I'm dying for you to watch it. So let's go through uh, Mania Backlash. What's a, one of the matches you got? Yeah, so we're running chronological order of importance. Okay. Uh, so we're not going to run. We're not going to run. We're not going to run in in chronological order because that that would that would be like trying to run in the the match order, which I can't guess. So uh, we're running the order of importance. Um, Drew McIntyre and RK Bro versus the Bloodline. RK Bro and McIntyre are the one to two favorites, and the Bloodline are the six to four underdogs. US, that's minus two hundred. Um, Bloodline plus one fifty. These, this is for a hundred dollar stakes. I would assume that the good guys are going to win this, and the only question is, do they actually have uh, Roman take the fall? Normally, never will, but. Would this help if he ends up taking the fall from uh, Drew? Because then that sets up the pay-per-view like, oh, my God, he actually got pinned by him. Um, and it's not just, you know, throw one of the Usos to get pinned, which is what you figure is going to happen. I don't know, dude, because, like, the thing is with that is that they're, they're turning around. Something's got to give it because he's now got two tiles, right? Yeah. They're all saying he hasn't been pinned since the end of 2019. Mm. So... 
riding a two and a half year streak without being pinned by anybody. He's riding out. Is that even, or is it longer? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's two and a half years. Yeah, it's Cause he was um, gone for whatever a year. It's that same Becky bullshit. Yeah. But it's, it, it's two and a half years. They're saying since anybody pinned him, um, he's now got the, the WWE tile mm-hmm. and he's got the universal belt as well. The universal belt is the one you can't take off him. Yeah. Can you split the belts back again by having one go, Oh, I just want that one. Like, you know what, what maybe Cody could do. Cause he seems to be geared towards specifically yeah. towards I want the belt my dad held, which is the the black one. So he could maybe do that storyline. And do you give up the concession of oh somebody has beat him now, so he becomes the contender? Because you have to you have to knock down all of these like dominoes. First, he needs to get pinned mm-hmm. by somebody, so that you, so you build a challenger. Then he needs to lose the black one, and then he needs to lose the blue one. Because unless they're fully unified, but they've not done that in the form of a a singular belt. So I believe that. Once defenses restart, he may be defending the belt singularly, going, oh, I'm going to defend this one against a SmackDown guy, and I'm going to defend this one against a, a Raw guy. I, I, don't, I don't know what the plan is at the moment, but there's a lot of dominoes to fall. Like, before Roman loses the blue one, he does have two other things to lose. And built up correctly, people may, like, lose their shit over it. So this could be the first, yeah, 100%. Like, Drew could pin him, and that could be like, oh, my God, that's gone. We've lost our first thing. Mm. Um but at the same time, if he pins the, the Usos, he could still turn around and go, I, I, I wanted, I wanted, I want you. There's still a way to get yeah. to it. If, if Drew wins this match, he still wants to, like, he could still turn around and say, I, I pinned your, your lackeys and now I want you because, uh, you know, I want the match. So there's, there's, there's a route round to everything. Um, essentially, at the bigger pay-per-views that are coming up, Okay, bro, are going to face the Usos, mm-hmm. and uh, Drew McIntyre is going to face Drew. Uh, sorry, Drew McIntyre is going to face Roman, and Drew's going to lose, and Okay, bro, are going to lose. So they they should definitely win this match. Uh, do you think they're going to split up those belts again? Was it the plan kind of to they want them both, you know, unified belts and not have you know multiple belts? That's why they're doing the tag ones too, and just. Now it's going to be, you know, a melted together belt. But that also gives, uh, when we were talking about Cody doing the winged eagle thing, they could still have their brand on Universal if they do split it up again and have WWE World, um, and he could have that belt back, and they could still keep their stupid WWE title to hand out to sports teams. I think at the moment the idea is is that, so Nick Khan wanted um, – wanted to give access to NBC and, and Fox to the biggest stars in the company. So if that, that the, the easier way of doing that was to have one, one champion who went everywhere. And obviously then your biggest guy would be champion. The problem with it is, is that you're doing a storyline where Cody wants, wants to be champion. Um, you've got a big pay-per-view in the UK where, where you would have thought that drew would have, would have um, become champion for, for one of the belts um, at the moment, I think that that's probably out the window. I think Drew will lose prior to that, and we may see Drew and Tyson Fury in in, in the UK and having a match uh, instead. So, um, I, I I think that at the moment, uh, whilst you, you know what to appease their um, to appease their partners and whatnot, you, you can have the bloodline going from Raw and SmackDown because they can have every championship. At the same time, you, your roster's quite thin at the moment. And this company will be looking at um, reevaluating this situation with um, 
happening with NXT, how many people they can bring up, how NXT 2.0 is going on, who they want to sign. A lot of contracts are, um, are coming up in AEW, which they're looking at. Um, you know, you've got Moxley, Jericho, and MJF all available next year. So mm. that could be a time where they, they re-split the belts because you can't have a single attire with Roman having this run, um, having to face The Rock. And then, you know, obviously he'll beat The Rock. And then after that, you don't have to give title runs to MJF if he's there, if he's there, um, John Moxley if he's there, Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre again, um, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins. It's just it's a lot it's of people, very difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. And, and I'm, you know, I always go back to that's fine because Seth doesn't need it again or Drew doesn't need it again because Mr. Perfect never had it at all. I was just, wow, you read my mind. I was just going to say, well, it's not like you have to give it to anybody. Mr. Perfect never had it. That's right. crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I sometimes do think that, but at the same time, I also think that well, Seamus had it, and and, uh, and Carly and Carly had it, and Jinder <laughs> had it during the time where we were having two champions. So, uh, what's yeah. the, what's the next one? We're both in agreement that the good guys are going to win this. It's just a matter of who, do they pull the trigger with Roman being the guy who gets pinned. Yeah. So the next match is Cody Rhodes versus Seth. Uh, Cody Rhodes is one to three minus three hundred. Seth is a plus two fifty underdog. Yeah, I'll go with Cody. Still, it's uh, you can't have him lose yet. Um, I, I I guess this is just to you know move things along and have a rematch and you know just move the year along. Um, I thought at one point uh, the only argument I would make is that like there's Cody's not getting his title shot yet, and Seth is still like a top guy. So mm. I wonder if they'll go. 1-1 one, one, and then 2-1 Cody. I wouldn't. I would I would commit to Cody and he's like your your star on Raw at the moment or at least your mainstay because, I mean, Roman appears on there. But Cody's the one who's actually headlining the, the house shows along with Becky versus Bianca matches. So mm-hmm. I would I would go with it. But this company's weird. Like, you could go one all and stretch it out and do like a two out of three falls or whatever. Um, I mean, Cody's not like Goldberg or, mm-hmm. or Lesnar. Like, he's a normal sized guy who can lose matches um, and then talk his way back in and, you know, they can cut promos again. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends. I, I would think you're if they, honest. you're not on this. Why are you talking? Ah, he could give, what is his, what did he think? What does he say? This is Austin. What did you say? Really, son. He said he's like old Ross. He's like old Rollins in like 25, 2017. How? <clears throat> but what you just said, he can lose and win and also bring the promo back up. Okay. I mean, wins and losses overall really don't matter anymore, it seems. I mean, in in my head it does because I go, the guy's got no more credibility. He keeps losing, but then they just shove him into a thing. You know, it's like, eh. Yeah, I almost feel, as I was, before I was interrupted, uh, I was going to say, like, I feel like they, they if a sign, Rollins winning isn't, isn't a sign of necessarily – Oh, oh, here we go with Cody. Like they're they they they're going off him already. I think it's more of a sign of hey, actually, the the, the shit that you've said to each other and 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 whatnot uh, has has actually been uh, generating a buzz mm-hmm. on social media and and we like it and you know it's been generating a buzz in the back and the house shows are responding to the match and we'd actually like to keep this going for another couple of months to see if we can get a longer program out of this because it's going really well. Like I, I would think it would be more like that. So I wouldn't overreact if Cody loses, but I'm not expecting that to happen. I'm just making a case. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this, because I feel like this show is going to be a lot of, I agree. That's obvious. I agree. That's obvious. I agree. That's obvious. Yeah. I mean, are you, are you uh, excited about this pay-per-view at all? I, I, it's really, 
the way the product's been, it's just been hard for me to be excited about it, anything. I mean, mania is mania, so you go, oh, I can't wait because of the, you know, it's more of the atmosphere. This is, this is WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, my, my joke every show now, I go, this is the Raw after WrestleMania because it's true <laughs> until maybe the one before it where I say it's the Raw before WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, the Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania, they tried to do a little bit more of it this year, but I, it just, I don't know, it's going to never be the same again, I don't think. Yeah, it really, I mean, the last one really wasn't. And I was really ready for it because it was two years without a Raw after WrestleMania that was any, you know, thing. And I'm like, well, the crowd didn't even really seem to be the same as before, like from everyone. hurt them with what they did to, what they'd done to NXT. Mm -hmm. And then you didn't have that, that easy pop of like, oh my God, two new guys, like fucking, it's Adam Cole and, you know, whoever. Like they didn't have that. It's crazy. Like Adam Cole never came up to the main roster. Um, that, that's I still think that's crazy. Yeah, but like, just yeah, like you a, didn't, a shot here and there. That's about it. Yeah, you never had. So you never had that. Like that's something that the Raw after Mania is missing. And it, and it always, it actually was. Even though it was still good in the last years before the pandemic, it wasn't like as good as it was. But they it ended up becoming formulaic. But the formula, the for, the formula was good. Like whoever won the main event would come out and cut a promo on like that would normally start the show. And then he'd wrestle at the end of the show. And then we'd have like two debuts from NXT. Um, yeah. You know, like you'd have like, uh, like, um, like a U.S. like I went to one show where it was like a U.S. open challenge. And mm. yeah, I mean, th- th- it was, it was a pretty good formula, but I mean, I remember one, I went to one where Ziggler won the belt and then the following year um, they had, AJ Lee lose the belt to Paige. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, and these, and then I had one where um, Finn Balor returned and at the start of the show, Roman couldn't talk for like 20 minutes because he, he beat Undertaker. So the, these are like the legendary, like Raw after Manias, even uh, whilst it became three hours. I mean, obviously when it was two hours and it was the Raw after Mania, it was like incredible. Like, you know, when Brock returned and, and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, this year, hundred percent not comparable, but still a slightly better show than the, than the normal Raws. Jesus, um, let's um, let's let's move yeah. on because dragging down a bit here. Um, okay, so um, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. I, I wouldn't be surprised personally if this match goes on last because it, it didn't mm-hmm. go anywhere near last at at, um, at Mania, and it is probably the most important match. Ronda's like. One to six minus six hundred to win, and Flair is four to one. I'm 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 actually thinking Flair wins this, or at least keeps the title. Um, How I don't know. I mean, it's I quit. Oh God, how is you know what? How is it possible that Ronda would lose this? It's a um, Rick Flair. Rick Flair is fucking Ronda's mum, and it comes on the screen, <laughs> and he's and he tells and Ronda quits because he's raping her. <laughs> I I'm. I'm I want you to go start writing for them. That's <laughs> Ric Flair's raping my mother. Her, her mother would probably beat the shit out of Ric Flair, too. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Some kung fu master. Judo. Throw him over and fucking figure out for that. Idiot. His hip would fall. Hip toss. It would explode. You see him wrestling against Jay Lethal. Dude, and you said still looks better than half the roster of AEW. I go, shame on you. This was horrific. I mean, it was it was molasses slow. And I oh, mean, dude, I, what I, do you expect, you though? 
I, 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 there was a match on AW this week, right? It was like Dante somebody. And, uh, that guy, you know, those Phoenix. two motherfuckers were unbelievable. Oh, dude, they didn't make any contact for like, for like three. <laughs> it looks so bad. Like we're used to it because we've seen like Lucha stuff, but this is like something else. It was like, it's a fucking dance. It's and a it's dance. Like, yeah. And it's like, uh, no, I don't. I'm not a fan of that, to be honest. I, I actually think Rick Flair's look better than that. Oh, Jesus. I'd rather... Two guys doing a backflip off the top rope, landing on their feet. I, I'm just... Like, I could appreciate how fucking insane some of the shit they do is. And uh, anytime I see this Ray Phoenix wrestle, I fucking cringe because I'm thinking of his arm bending backwards like he's tackling, tackling Dave Chappelle or something. Um, so, do you think Ronda wins this belt already? And this is... Uh, she takes it at this event? I just think this yeah. event is too shitty. This event is too shitty. That's just why I can main event and go, mm. hey, Ronda, like you invented WrestleMania backlash. backlash. So <laughs> it's the same thing. She doesn't watch anyway. It's like she's not, she'll be like, oh, it's the same? Yeah, it's it's like, it's it's not by WrestleMania. It's like the, it's like WrestleMania night three. They probably told her. Oh, that. God. WrestleMania night three. Night three um, a month later, that's all. But you know what? I'll go on the limb and say some goofy way Charlotte's winning this. I mean, we had mankind with the the fake I quit stuff, but I I they did they'd have to be very creative or do they just fuck us and they go, "Oh, uh Ronda passed out in in the fucking figure 8 and they just stopped it because she was unconscious and couldn't respond." I do not doubt that they do that because this is what they do and they'll just be like, "But it was an I quit match. Oh, who cares?" She passed out, and wasn't that the same? It was a submission match with Austin. He passed out. That was it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Mm, okay, we'll see what happens. Um, AJ Styles versus Edge, and the odds on this are nearly the same. Um, Edge is the slight favorite, five to six minus one twenty, and Edge is uh, and AJ Styles is plus one hundred. So. To, to to explain that, if you bet on if you bet hundred dollars on AJ, you get hundred dollars profit. If you bet hundred dollars on Edge, you get eighty three dollars mm. profit. So this is the closest match on the show. I will say Edge wins because uh, Priest is not ringside, so this brings a new person to show up uh, as part of the group, and uh, that's how Edge gets his win. I think actually, I'm going to go for the underdog here. It's the only underdog I'm going to take because I just feel that. The feud's dead if Edge wins two. And I think if AJ wins this one, they can have a third, and then you introduce the, the like more people to this, and then Edge has people helping him. Um, I think if, if, if Edge wins this match, um, I feel like Finn Balor is joining uh, the group. Oh, you know what? That, 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 that's that, pretty good. That's, yeah, that's how I think they'll, they'll do it. But I still think there's mileage for that. Yeah, I think, I think AJ can win, and Finn can team up with him, and eventually like they can start corrupting Finn. I do think there was there was loads of talks about people like Ali and um what's his what's his name from uh, Retribution. Oh Mace or, or T Bar, whatever his name. Yeah. Talk about T Bar. Uh there was talk about um I do I do T Bar. Change change him up. That fucker needs I mean he has he's yeah. talented. He needs something. Tomasa Champa was another one, but mm. um, Edge is a fan of Champa and Bowler, um, and he was a fan of, fan of Ali as well. Like they He's were bigger than about, all the guys. <laughs> the WWE were the ones talking about um, the likes of like Monsoor and um, oh god, Ebar. <laughs> Monsoor. 
They're gonna give him something to do, unless he's in uh, in in one of those uh, jihad. Nobody cares. Yeah. So um, I I just think the the AJ win keeps it going here, okay. um, unless he unless he like um, does does something with Finn afterwards. So if Finn interferes, then, then you go, go to off. You, you go to AJ Finn. Sure. Um, but I think at the moment he needs friends to to join this. Um, we got two matches left, and they're not important. Uh, Mad Cat Moss is a one to two favorite against Baron Corbin, who's six to four. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go with Corbin to win this. Really? Yeah, because Madcap keeps getting the upper hand, and and after this SmackDown, he like really shit on Corbin Good, and like Corbin left like he like somebody kicked his dog, and it was just constantly ragging on him for being a fucking loser, and. Uh, so I'm like, he hasn't gotten the upper hand, really. He did it one time, but for the most part, Madcap's always beating the shit out of him. So I think some way he's got he's to get a, a win on him. Yeah, I don't know when Corbin's baby's coming, um, but... Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna go for Madcap anyway because he won that battle royal, and they seem to be high on him, and they seem to be p- looking to probably move him on from this. Mm-hmm. But if, um, if Corbin's sticking around for another month or a month or two... Then, um, then yeah, you can get another one out of this. But I think I'm mean, gonna just go for Madcap. Um, the last match, Omos versus Lashley. I thought this would be a handicap match, so Lashley could pin MVP. Uh, perhaps they'll do that as the blow off, and this will be the one that Omos wins. The the bookies think so. Um, Omos is the um, minus three hundred favorite, and Lashley is the plus two hundred underdog. So that's one to three and two to one. I agree. I, I almost has to win this. He lost the other one. If he just loses again. Um, and you know, MVP has got to help him out and stuff like that too. So that's it. All right. That is it. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoyed our breakdown. If you want his full package, I thank you. Uh, check him out. Where, what's the best Twitter to go to for your sports gambling? So sports gambling, if you want to look at spreadsheets and whatnot, the pin tweet will take you to the, the cut, the, the last month. And if you go to the bottom, you'll see little tags, that say things like uh, soccer, tennis, and whatnot. You want to click on the one that says PNL. The PNL one will take you to all the previous months. So it's at lockbetting.com. So lockbetting.com without the dot. And for wrestling, I'm at K100 Informer. Loads and loads of interaction on that now. Um, you know, I'm getting like between 40 to 500 likes on on certain tweets. So it's it's what I always wanted uh, to be to be doing with the wrestling people. Um, and um and yeah it's like an alternative wrestling account it's not one of those ones that has loads of followers but like some pussy pussy account um there's a lot of others lot on there i mean some of them are very anti aw um i'm not like anti aw i just think it's bad um yeah i mean but, it comes yeah. off as you are though but you know what i think it it relates to it's you know what it's not it, it comes off as that but let me tell you what it is i'm just disappointed because I wanted something them to be someone that kicked WWE up the ass and and really pushed them, mm-hmm. and they've and they've and they failed to do that. So it's not a case of being anti AW; it's a case of being massively disappointed with them. That's what it is. My thought too was that you are in that realm of as if if to relate it to like football, you go. I don't mind the Raiders, but the fucking fans make me fucking want them to lose because I hate these fucking people and. That's very much AEW fans that are crazy, that are like 
everything is the greatest ever. They have no other opinion than it is great, it is great, it is great. And that makes you say, fuck, I hope this place fucking falls apart because I hate you. Is that uh, a part of it too? Because it's, for me, it, the fans are like, I can't, it, you can't even be a fan almost because then people think you're one of these fucking weirdos. It goes, it goes hand in hand because you have those fans and those fans support the product and in the product think they're doing really well and they continue to book for the, the, the vocal minority. And yeah. it is a minority because you have a 900,000, um, a 900,000 core and you never pull anything more than that. And you have like another one to 2 million people out there that could potentially watch wrestling and are ready to come back to something which represents what they used to watch. And uh, this ain't it. Like like two guys dancing around a women's main event Look, no one gives a fuck about. Um, you got like people there getting fat and out of shape. Like Jericho's out of shape. Like well, Moxie's out of shape. Now Jericho's women, not fat anymore. Oh, He's just got a really... Uh, Old no, but they, these women are walking around with bellies. Like, yeah. It's like it's it's terrible. Like, um, well, I, mean, I don't understand what kind of place this is. But like, the guy needs to get his fucking shit in order and and run it like a fucking business. Because until he starts running it like a business, um, it's not going to be competition. You know what really pissed me off this week is when the crowd started chanting. Half of them started chanting, "We want Enzo," and the other half started chanting, "We no, we don't." And I was so fucking pissed by the "No, we don't," because I'm like. These are the fucking ones that are all I need my Japan fucking wrestling where Enzo is one of the most entertaining motherfuckers to ever touch a microphone. And they're like, I don't want that. He's not proper and this and that. So I'm like, absolute bullshit. That pissed me off. Yeah. So, all right, we're out of here. Go to at uh, Lingus Mafia on Twitter. See all my nonsense. Also, you can check out the new T-shirt if you even just want to look at see what the hell I came up with. That is at belowthecollar.com slash Lingus Mafia or just go belowthecollar.com and search Lingus Mafia and see the brilliant original shirt that I came up with. Uh, we have multiple wrestling shows at Lingus Mafia. When you just search in your podcast, just type in and you will see multiple shows per week there. For Mr. Billy Body, I'm Cav Manning. Enjoy the pay-per-view if possible.